Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Friday, May 29th, 2009. And on today's show, Spectre set for sentencing. Cheap Trick tries something new with their new album. And tomorrow, tonight, will be a very different place. All right, so let's uh, let's start off with uh, Phil Spector. Um, <laughs> talked about this a few times. You know, the man brought us some great music over the years. Um, he also, you know, really killed some great music. Um, I look to his uh, his version of uh, or his mix and, and production on uh, Let It Be. Uh, what he did to the Ramones album end of the century. Wow. Anyway. That said, um, you know, he had kind of disappeared kind of out of the public eye. And then, of course, and this is six years ago, six years ago, um, he uh, was uh, he basically was um, allegedly. Well, now he's been convicted. So he uh, apparently uh, shot and killed actress Lana Clarkson, who you may remember as um, the wife of the one of the teachers on uh Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Um, she'd done some other acting, of course, but uh, that's that's the one that I remember right away. Of course, um, uh, Spectre best known for the Wall of Sound, which was his uh, recording technique of just basically filling every little frequency up with with sound. Um, of course, known for some pretty crazy uh, behavior. Um, I point again to the Ramones um, end of the century where he held them a gunpoint at one at one point. Um, so not too much of a stretch to think that maybe he would have shot this, uh, this woman. Um, of course, now he is a frail and ailing 69-year-old. And, uh, you know, let's face it, this 15-year sentence that is the mandated minimum, um, it's likely a life sentence for him. So uh, he will be sentenced um, today uh, on second degree, the second degree murder of actress Lana Clarkson. And um, they're saying that this looks like California pr- prosecutors have uh, broken a decade long, decades long string of celebrity murder case losses. And of course, O.J. Simpson, Robert Blake, you know. Uh, so, um, of course, the Superior Court judge, Larry Paul Fidler, has not a whole lot of leeway um, in sentencing. You know, that 15 years to life sentence is mandated by law. Um, his only decision is whether or not he can add three or four years for personal use of a gun. And um, the prosecution has asked for four, and the defense has said that three years is appropriate. As we say, it doesn't look like uh, that's going to really make a whole huge difference. Uh, in the grand scheme of things. And it, it's a shame, you know, for, for a guy who did some great stuff in, in early years, it's a shame that things had to end up this way. But, uh, hey, such is life. Uh, Cheap Trick, looking at trying something new. And, you know, I'm just thinking of Cheap Trick. Uh, the Tinted Windows album that just came out recently um, is uh, Taylor Hansen, uh, Adam Schlesinger from Fountains of Wayne, uh, Bunny Carlos on drums from uh, uh, from Cheap Trick, and uh, of, and James Iha from the uh, Smashing Pumpkins uh, on guitar. Uh, a great album, and really, I tell you, that Cheap Trick pedigree is in there. They definitely chose the right drummer to be in on this thing. Um, and it's, it's a fantastic album, well worth checking out, and that's Tinted Windows. Now, what's Cheap Trick doing? Well, they're stepping outside of the label world for their next studio album. It's called The Latest, and basically they're going to start taking pre-orders, uh, 13 tracks, 
And they've recorded over the last year, uh, mostly in L.A. with Julian Raymond producing. And so it is going to be available at Amazon.com through Amazon MP3, I'm assuming, and at uh, CheapTrick.com. So basically, if you uh, pre-order it, you'll receive it on June 23rd. And that is, of course, the day that Cheap Trick is going to start their big summer tour. Uh, they are going to be touring with Def Leppard and Poison. It's like it's 1989 all over again. And um, as it is, Amazon's got exclusive rights for one month, and then the album is going to be available in limited LP and 8-track editions. What? 8-track? Really? Does anyone have anything that still plays that stuff? Anyway, um, so it sounds um, like it's certainly going to be an album that will... Um, uh, that, that will, you know, be, be well received by the Cheap Trick faithful. You know, lots of anthemic uh, power pop tunes, lots of stuff that, that's vaguely reminiscent of the Beatles and some power ballads. That's what Cheap Trick's all about. It's a beautiful thing. So uh, so that's what's happening. They also, um, they're also hoping to uh, release a document of their... Um, Hollywood Bowl performance in 2007, and this was basically a full performance of uh, the Beatles' Sgt. Pepper Lonely Hearts Club Band. Uh, of course, it was a 40th birthday tribute to uh, Sgt. Pepper, and they had, uh, for example, guest vocalists like Amy Mann on Fixing a Hole and Joan Osborne on Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. I'd love to hear it, and uh, hopefully something like that will get released. In other news, Jay Leno leaving The Tonight Show. I can't say I'm sorry to see him go. Never a fan, always more of a Letterman fan, um, more of a Conan fan as well. Uh, you know, looking at someone who started at the same time as, as Leno started on tonight, I always really dug uh, what Conan was doing. Um, but that said, Leno's been, uh, he, you know, he was on this show for 17 years. It's not a patch on uh, Carson's uh, three-decade run, of course, but at any rate, um, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a long time to be hosting a show and... Um, and he did well with it, and in fact, it's turned into uh, into a great gig for him uh, in the in the post Tonight Show era, as he gets his uh, five days a night show at uh, 10 p.m. on NBC. So, you know, I have to see how that goes. But um, you know, what what does that mean? It means uh, well, it, it, I guess it changes a lot of things uh, for the Tonight Show. I mean, you got Conan O'Brien hosting it; it's going to be a very different animal, uh, and I'm I'm looking forward to checking it out. So. Bye, Jay. Uh, you know, May 25th, 1992 is when he started, and now he's all done. Um, and uh, and we get Conan. I, I say that's a win. Uh, although Conan and Letterman against each other. Oh, man. That's, that's a much tougher choice. Um, anyway, I, I, that said, I, haven't, I don't know that I've really watched a whole lot of Letterman in, in recent years, but, uh, but he's always kind of my go-to, and, and perhaps that is a, a nostalgic... Uh, uh, favor, right? You know, where it's just because it's what I always knew. So, um, I didn't, uh, the other day when I was doing all of the, uh, new TV season stuff, I didn't get into any of the, um, any of the box office. And so let's look at the top five. At number five, Dance Flick, and this is kind of a scary movie-esque spoof of dance movies, uh, brought in, uh, 12.6 million. Uh, so it just it, it edged out uh, X Men Origins Wolverine by three million, um, and and I just need to point that out because uh, Wolverine, a, a movie that was generally sort of, it was generally said that they, it wasn't gonna do that great, you know these these were the the projections, um, is sitting at one hundred and sixty five million, so not not so bad. 
Um, at number four, Angels and Demons uh, brings in uh, $27.4 million for a total gross of 87.5. I went to see this opening weekend, and you know what? If you liked... Here's the way to look at it. If you liked um, the other one, if you liked The Da Vinci Code, I totally blanked on it. I got sleepy thinking of the exposition. Um, it's very much the same, you know. Run, 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 get somewhere, and then talk about why we're there at, at great depth, and then run, run, run to the next place and talk about it for a while there, and then, you know, same same kind of thing. This one is a little bit more gruesome than... Uh, than uh, Da Vinci Code was, uh, and if anyone who, anyone who's read the books will know that that was also the case in the book. So there you have it. Um, at number three, Star Trek, uh, bringing in twenty nine point four million for one hundred ninety one point hundred and ninety one million uh, total. Terminator Salvation came in at fifty one point nine million, uh, which brings a total gross of sixty five point three. You know, and it's interesting because I'd actually heard uh, different things. The the whole thing being that. And basically, uh, Terminator came out on the Thursday. So there was a lot of, of saying, well, it would have been number one if it weren't for the fact that it came out on Thursday and some of those dollars didn't count. But even at 65.3, it doesn't beat the, uh, it, it doesn't beat the overall uh, box office winner, which was Night at the Museum, Battle of the Smithsonian, which brought in 70.1 million. You know, not a big Ben Stiller fan by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but, uh, you know, my wife watched this one, uh, watched the first one recently on, uh, you know, on the movie network and, uh, and she'd mentioned that she, that she kind of enjoyed it. And this one looked kind of fun. And you got Amy Adams playing Amelia Earhart. I mean, Amy, Amy Adams is always going to be kind of tough for me to resist in a movie anyway. Then you got Hank Azaria playing a Pharaoh and doing a dead on Karloff impression. As he, as he plays this, you know, and it's kind of maybe seems like a weird choice to people who aren't familiar with that. But Karloff, of course, being the uh, the guy who originated the role of the mummy in the movies. And uh, and I just thought it was that was, a, you know, a great little bit. I actually watched the first one on DVD that, that afternoon. Uh, I had it for like, you know, two bucks at the grocery store. And uh, so I watched uh, I watched that. And then we went to see this one that night. And I got to say, like the sequel, a lot better. It was vastly better than the first and uh, really enjoyable. A lot of, a lot of great little bits going through. Um, and, uh, you know, f for me, a guy who usually sees a movie that has uh, Ben Stiller in it and Owen Wilson and steers right away. Uh, got to say, I, I enjoyed both, but, but definitely the second one much better. So there you go. See, told you I can do positive reviews. Um, what's coming up? Well, huh, that's the pun was totally unintended. But Up opens this weekend. And uh, this is, of course, from Pixar. Uh, so we've got, uh, this one's directed by Pete Docter. And, um, well, with this one, we've got, uh, I mean, just the cast of voices is great, too. You got Ed Asner. And, of course, you have the obligatory John Ratzenberger. Um, basically, the whole idea of this is 78-year-old Carl Fredrickson sets out to fill his lifelong dream to see the wilds of South America. And the way he decides to do this, well, you know, if you can't, uh, if you can't be home in South America, perhaps you take home there. So he ties thousands of balloons to his home, and off he goes. However, an 8-year-old stowaway ends up uh, with him. 
yes, a wilderness explorer or, you know, kind of like a Boy Scout kind of thing named Russell becomes uh, an inadvertent stowaway on this trip. So um, you got Pete Doctor, sorry, and, and I should have said that's Pete Doctor and Bob Peterson. Uh, and this movie will be in 3D in select theaters. And uh, basically, it looks like a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, the, the, the trailers have been great. And uh, so this should be another sure success for the folks at Pixar. Also opening this week, Drag Me to Hell. Love that title, Drag Me to Hell. And this is directed by Sam Raimi, making a return to horror films. Yes. Uh, stars uh, Alison Lohman, who we haven't seen in a few years, really. And, uh, and it's a shame because she's very, very talented. Uh, Justice Long, uh, Justice, the, also Justin Long and Ruth Livier. So um, Loman plays a loan officer who basically has to evict an old woman from her home and gets cursed. Kind of sounds a lot to me like uh, like uh, Stephen King's uh, Thinner, you know, and uh, so sold, right? Um, so she turns to a seer for help and learns that she only has a short period of time before she's literally ushered into hell. Um, great quote from this year's South by Southwest Festival. Any inkling that Raimi's soul might have been ir irretrievably chewed up by the Hollywood studio machinery, a well-founded concern after the disappointing Spider-Man 3, quickly evaporates once this story gets so underway. So there you go. See, Sam Raimi, he's still got it. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to checking this out. This will mark um, Raimi's return to the horror genre for the first time, at least directorially speaking since The Gift in 2000. And uh, that one was okay. But, uh, you know, I mean, hey, let's face it. It was no Army of Darkness. Of course, there's a lot more stuff coming up over the next few weeks, including uh, next week we've got uh, Land of the Lost, um, My Life in Ruins, The Hangover, and Away We Go. And I'll get into more depth of those maybe next week. And uh, The following week, uh, The Taking of Pelham 123, uh, Moon, Imagine That, and Tetro. Uh, June 19th, year one, the proposal, whatever works, food, ink, and dead snow. And then the following week, um, my sister's keeper, Cherie, the stoning of Soraya M, and um, something called Transformers, Revenge of the Follow, Revenge of the Fallen. Probably won't make a dime. Well, the only thing I can guarantee is that it won't make a dime from me. Because all of those of you that, uh, that were able to sit through the whole first Transformers movie, my hat is off to you folks because I just couldn't do it. I got about 10 minutes in and I was done. Um, I kind of sat near my, my wife was watching it on TV and I kind of sat there and read a book, but uh, you know, so I could hear the banging and clanking and that's really what it's all about. Right. Anyway, comments as always are welcome at poptopia podcast at gmail.com. Of course you can join us over in the forum at forum.poptopiapodcast.com and start up a conversation there. Have yourselves a great week.